I just can't figure out if it's because you're advanced or because I'm stunted. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. I am McLovin. You do not talk about Fight Club. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Glacé Film Podcast. As always, a great film lined up for you to give you our thoughts and views on a full review and we're not going to let you down again this week. I'm joined by Callum, of course I am. He's ready, he's locked and loaded with his thoughts on the film that we have this week and the film is Booksmart 2019 release. I hadn't seen it before but I remember when it came out thinking... I want to check this out. Pass me by. We've come back to it now. I'm glad we did because there's so much to go into. But before we do, Callum, how are you doing on this lovely day? I'm, I am good. I've spent the day watching uh, some films, catching up on stuff that I've been meaning to do, i.e. just sitting down all day. Not that we don't get enough practice of doing that already. That is true. <laughs> but it was just nice to to sit and watch films that have been on my list for a while. So, I've had, yeah, I've had a good day. I've had a good day. So you've been um, really on brand today, then, as a, as I a film reviewer. Yeah, absolutely. I've uh, imp- been improving my my literacy of uh, of the film world even more. Um, yeah, what, what have you been up to today? Have you done anything? I've had a very healthy day and weekend. Some exercise, bit of nice food, relaxing. You know, you've got to have a bit bit of self care every now and again, especially in these tough times, Callum. So that's been getting me through. But above all, I've nice. been watching films also. I've been building up to this moment now where I'm going to give my views on it. But before you hear what I've got to say, before we hear what you thought about it, Callum, we want a little bit of an overview for the listeners. And I, mm. I know you're prepped and ready to give your usual insight of it. So could you just give us a little bit of an overview about what Booksmart is all about. Yeah, indeed. Yes, um, 2019 uh, American uh, comedy, coming of age comedy. Uh, yeah, coming of age comedy, um, directed by Olivia Wilde, which I believe um, was her first uh, directorial debut. Um, I'm a huge fan of Olivia Wilde. I remember seeing her in um, uh, the OC. Um, I don't know if you ever watched that, but that was that was my first exposure, I suppose, to Olivia Wilde. And then when I found out she'd made a film, I was like, oh, excellent, let's check it out. Um, yeah, like I said, a coming-of-age comedy starring Caitlin De- uh, Denver and Beanie Fieldstein. Um, basically about two high school seniors, long-time friends. Um, they're accomplished, they have huge ambitions. Uh, they want to... Uh, Molly wants to go to... Um, uh, Yale and uh, become the youngest Supreme uh, Court Justice in history and Amy is going Amy's going to Columbia but before she does she uh, wants to go to Botswana as a sort of gap year I will need to find myself uh, sort of trip essentially it follows the the last day of their just before their graduation, the eve of their graduation, and there's various parties happening happening around uh, the suburbs of Los Angeles, which is where they live, um, and it essentially just follows their their night. Basically, they've worked their they've worked really really hard. Um, they want to sort of go to a party. They want to see their high school uh, experience um, as a as, as coming to an end, and they want to they want basically want to go to a party before they have to go off to college. Um, and then as the as the film goes on they realize that a lot of people who they have come to dis- to despise because they feel like they are um slackers and less intelligent than them it turns out that they're also going to the same 
universities as what they are. And it's really a comment about, uh, I guess, sort of society in terms of like what, who, who, who ends up going to these prestigious institutions, I guess, and what that represents in the wider field. It's a film about empowerment, certainly, uh, LGBT in particular, female empowerment, which is uh, was is a theme of the film, which is explored in loads of different ways, which we'll come on to, obviously. Um, but I guess really it's about two, uh, two girls, two women actually, just before they go off into the big wide world and go off into college and, and stuff like that. And it's really, I feel like they're on the edge of the world and they can achieve anything. It's a really, really empowering film for everybody, regard who like whoever you are, I think, um, or whatever. Particularly young, I think, particularly if you've just finished studying or if you're feeling maybe disillusioned in a particular job or a particular point in your life and you want to feel like you can achieve more, this is the film, I think. That's just, that's that's my thank my you, two pen, my two. I, pens, I love I your overviews right. because they are always very informative, but you don't even know where they're going to lead to when you start. And I feel they, no, that's they, true. They yeah, that is true. Yeah, the, the listeners and yourself on a wild ride, and that was another insightful yeah. one. So thank you once again for that, Callum. Lovely. What I wanted to start by, and this might dumb it down a bit at the beginning, but I want to start here. Because this is what stood out to me at the beginning of the format and structure of the film and did grab me were how many nods to Superbad were in there and how much the yeah. plot and the characters mirrored that. And I'm not saying that was in a bad way. I definitely think it was purposeful and was definitely done to both kind of a nod to it and give it a bit of a thumbs up, but also to say, oh, we're going to subvert this in other ways. But I liked that because Superbad's one of my favourite films. I think it's a fantastic comedy. As a teenager, it really grabbed me, but it stands the test of time in many ways. It's probably a more, as you said to me, Callum, when we spoke earlier, more of a kind of straight film. You know, it just plays it as it is. It's a bit more of that traditional American style and some of the bits in it you know are a bit simple and not very complex but i think because the story and how it is executed and the comedy in it is fantastic and this has got some great comedy lying under it there's so many other themes we'll go into which i think are great about it but i just think the comedy that runs through it are fantastic and i think that is held together by the two main characters and the relationship and the chemistry that they have. So two great performances straight away, but I think that pulls it together. There's a lot of humour. Yeah, you've got your kind of standard physical humour in there, but there's a lot of good jokes. And I think a lot of the jokes come from not just your standard American coming of age where there's jokes about sex or there's jokes about nerds and there's jokes about all stuff like that. Yes, there's elements of that, but there are a few pointed remarks about society, like you said, with their... um, their uh, peers who were going to yeah on Stanford for example who they thought were below them yeah that's looking at the identity of the characters but it's also a bit of a look at how institutions in America work and maybe a bit of a critique about how people climb up the uh, ladder and things like that but I don't want to get too much into that because I know I'll get in a rant but what I'd, but the main thing I'm pointing out there is that the comedy is very good just because it's not very it's not simple it's complex and it's got a bit more to it and i think that really comes together with the two main characters and i love following their journey yes the journey of it is quite archetypal in terms of a coming of age they have a aim 
of getting to the party. They go there, it's thrown in different directions as they end up at different parties and they learn different things as they go and they throw like that. It's quite a standard kind of route in that way. But I think that it is pulled off really well and I think the main characters and their relationship in it is what pulls all that together. So just from a viewer's perspective of forgetting the deeper themes of it, I think it's funny, I think it's entertaining, but I think the journey in it works really well because of those two main characters. What about you, Callum? What's your kind of instinct from first watching it? Um, yeah, I mean, I thought I agree with you in that sense in terms of the the exploration of um, their own identity. I think really as the film goes on, it, you, their identity is de- deconstructed over over the course of the film. I mean, I mean, they both both of them are obviously really ambitious, very confident and assured in their own intelligence and their own will to to do something like I mean. Um, I think it's uh, Molly, for example, wants to be the youngest Supreme Court justice in history. Um, they all, they both want to work in public institutions, and uh, particularly in institutions that have historically um, produced individuals that have achieved huge amounts of social change. It's certainly very left wing in that respect, and definitely it's a nod to how the conservatism, when it was made, the conser- the conservatism of the White House as well. I mean, it was made in 2019. It's definitely a nod to the wider um, sort of Trumpism and then the attacks on those public institutions that they want to work at. And it's basically saying that, like, yeah, these young girls, these young women um, want to challenge a system that is, you know, in all honesty, probably stacked against them. And there are nods to that throughout the film. For me, though, they learn about knowledge and empathy, I think. That, mm-hmm. though, I think those are the two key things that they take because they have these assumptions about their classmates and then there's there's multiple times when actually when they look at them as, as human beings, it's like, well, they're just trying to improve themselves to people and that's the, this is how they prove themselves. Yeah. Like the, the guy that goes around in that massive flame car, for example, or the um, the girl that's in the... Uh, in the toilets and she said, I'm going, I'm going to Stanford um, or is it, oh, I think I'm going to Yale or something. Um, and I don't know, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's questioning the assumptions that they made about their classmates, but it also makes them question themselves because there's the scene at the, in the house party when we always do things the way you want to do. It's all part of a process. You know, this is, we have a plan, but you know, sometimes life doesn't always work out in the sort of structured way that we want it to. I think it's challenging that idea as well of, you know, work hard at your education, learn and read, but also human experience is also a hu- experience. Human human experience, sorry, is always a a, a maturing factor, I guess, because you know it is coming of age, and it, I think they mature throughout the film as well. All the characters do, I think. So really, for me, it's yeah, it's about deconstruction of identity. I think as yeah. a young as being a, I certainly saw elements of my own sort of experience in the film as well, challenging, you know. Um, oh, I have, I have, a, I have an ambition, but then sometimes it doesn't always work out the way I want it to. But the thing for me, it did end quite nicely in the sense that, okay, despite the fact that there's been their their path to to achieve what they want to achieve has been sort of skewed, perhaps by the end of the film, they're both secure in the knowledge that well, I will eventually achieve this later on. It is, it is a film about identity and think about knowledge and empathy. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that, that was my take from it. Absolutely. And I definitely think it's a film of its time. In, yeah, and I say definitely. that in the most positive way. 
And let's throw back to when I said about super bad. Super bad, I think, lands just towards the end of the what we'll call the American Pie era of yeah, American absolutely. coming of age yeah. films. I mean, I'm not saying there's no serious coming of age films during the American Pie era, but your standard one is the college film that, yes, there is a coming of age element to it, but it's a bit crass, it's a bit filthy, you know, the there's a lot of puns, dirty jokes. A lot of, like, funny, a lot of them are very good, super bad. Like I said, it's amazing, it's a great film, but it's coming just towards that era of where the coming of age happens in that type of environment, but the success basically comes from someone who you don't expect to be successful becomes successful in the stereotypical way. So you think in Superbad, Seth, who is this overweight guy who's not that cool, uh, fancies Jules, who's the popular good-looking girl, he ends up uh, going out with her. So that's the kind of, oh, look, the underdog story gets her. But whereas this film, and that is something that happens in American Pie as well, whereas in this film... It's, it follows that path at the beginning, but then throws it to the side and goes, you know what, that's not, one, the real ending, and that's not the ending you want, that's not a good ending. That happens as a point in the plot to allow the characters to realise the, right, the true identity and then empower themselves and kick on and actually have a better experience from it. So the point in this film where that happens is where the two girls actually get to the party they're going to. One of them... Fancies the popular guy, looks like yeah. they're going to get together. And then the other girl fancies um, there's a, another girl in it who she's not sure whether she's gay as well, but it seems like they are going to get together as well. And there's a great scene in the swimming pool, which I think is fantastic. Like visually, the cinematography on that is fantastic. Yeah. Just a little yeah, aside, yeah. I want to say there are some great visuals because it cuts between different feels of the film. It doesn't feel the same all the way through. I think there's some great energy changes and the visuals of it are fantastic. And it takes you into that emotional journey by throwing you about. That's an aside. Going back to what I was saying, those two moments where they then don't succeed in getting what they want and what they, what you think is going to be their success is actually empowering for them because the, um, the girl who's after the popular guy then actually speaks to the guy who's been into her all the time but finds out he's, you know, he's, he's got deeper feelings, they connect more, and he's the one who's like been trying to buy friends by being dead flashy and hosting these big parties, but everyone thinks he's over the top. And they actually find out, like everyone else, he just wants to make connections with people. But that's the way he's trying to do it, and it's been putting people off. But when they connect in that way, they find that they have the connection. They end up getting together. And then uh, with the other main character, she actually, she is, she's a bit heartbroken after finding out that um, the girl she's interested in is getting with a popular guy. She then has her own experience and then ends up having a different love interest. But they are empowered by both of those things. And it's not a negative that their main name doesn't happen. It's actually a positive that it springs out and goes through that. And that's what I love about this film is that it looks at the usual American coming of age, takes the tropes of that, takes the archetype, the usual... Uh, thrust of it and goes we're going to follow that but we'll subvert it a few kind of just obvious ways at the beginning where the two main characters are female one of them is gay and also the they are um two women who want to pursue bigger things they're just the straight up on paper things that are subverted but i think it subverts 
the plot in the way that the success and the empowerment happens like it does in all coming of ages, but it just happens in a different way, a more real way, I think a more fulfilling way, and one that the audience can connect with a lot more. I definitely connect with it a lot more, and it doesn't feel like this far-off fantasy like the American Pie does. It feels real, and I think that's actually what makes it a very good film, a film of its time, but a positive film of its time. But yeah, no, that's what I think. That's what I love about the plot of it and the story. Yeah, that's you know that's, that's such a good point as well. Like this, particularly because obviously coming of age films are always going to be. It's about coming of age in a particular time period. Like mm-hmm. it, it's of you know what I mean. It is very much of its time. Like it deals with lots of issues that are very relevant to young people. Um, like the thing with American Pie is that like that was made at the time when the internet was just being born, basically. Like it's it's the sort of it's the it's that pre-internet pre sort of digital world I guess mm-hmm. and and that that with with thing with films like American Pie for example and even you know what even Superbad to an extent I think Superbad was made in like two thousand seven two thousand eight maybe I think but even then like the world digit is is completely different in the way we in the attitudes to gender and sexuality in particular definitely, I think definitely. have changed massively and um they are those films are of its time but again I agree with you completely like Booksmart is certainly a film that is you know a comment on you know what's facing young people or just it, I don't even think it's necessarily young people I mean there is obviously a youthful energy to it but just just anyone who like really sort of cares about uh in like sort of intertextuality within society like um can i just add something like when you said earlier what i wanted to add on to and you said it's a great film for people who are coming to the end of studies for example or the end of a job i would round that off and say it's a great film for people who are feel like they're coming to the end of something in their life and they're actually looking onto something else because it's not just that very specific context i think it gives that renewed hope and fulfillment of look one thing might have happened in your life but there's so much that you can give to make other things happen and it's not about um events or specific actions it's about what you do with it and the people that you surround yourself with not just the labels because this what this does i'll just quickly say this so you can pick back up what you, you were saying but it try at the end of it it's basically trying to throw away those labels of um the classic american high school personas but not in a way where it's like oh look we all became friends it's of saying those these personas exist but they exist because everyone's struggling in their own way to project themselves out there and find connections that's why they exist because people are just doing that to find their own connections once you break those down there are real people beneath it which is very much the breakfast club message but back back to you callum back to you well no on that i mean this is literally where where i was going to go like on that it, it is about agency isn't it yeah, it's about yeah. um, it's about your own your own sense of, of 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 self, and it's about your own. It's about yeah, it's about having agency in what you do, and it's the film itself is quite layered in that respect. And this is why, just to bring on to the cinematography that you mentioned earlier, even the way the camera works adds to those levels of it, a different agency that people have. Like um, the swimming pool scene, I think is great. So good. Like in 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 making in sort of analyzing that idea of. I don't know the symbols of the water, like sort of swimming. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm maybe over intellectualizing it here slightly, but at the same time, I do think there is a the the because when when she jumps in the swimming pool, that, that's a kind of a transition scene. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. everything's been built up to this of hanging out with this really cool skateboarder 
who who um Amy's fancied and then she jumps in the pool and it's almost like a cleansing thing because that's when she realizes oh actually oh she's not gay my whole um uh sort of uh journey up until this point not isn't necessarily been futile but it's failed and the sort of the the transition of going into the pool and then coming out of the pool i think is works quite well it's like this sort of time moves slowly and then she has that realization though actually this is not what i'm like okay this isn't working out and then that then that that is the point where everything changes in the film because that's when that's when amy and molly have their argument in the um in the living room and then the whole message and the whole meaning of what everything that's come before is completely changed and that's when you realize actually it is about agency and it's about what you want to do with that agency i think there's a great subtlety in that scene maybe not so subtle maybe i'm giving myself too much of a pat on the back there but there's a there is a subtlety of um when they're having their argument at the party when people just start getting the phones out to film it and you just see the lights popping on which mm. i think is great in terms of the story because obviously it adds to their public display of the relationship and their anxiety around yeah. it but it's just that little thing of look at people's reaction this is a modern way to react to yeah, a scenario absolutely absolutely is to pull the phone out and present it which obviously comes with all its own issues which are the mm. films it's not exploring that but it's it's definitely saying look at this scenario that young people live in and the, the way young people react but how much pressure is there when you live your life on camera all the time essentially i thought it was really nice and i wanted to mm. add what you're saying about the pool is I know I said that I really love the visuals and I think the visuals are, fa- are fantastic throughout it along with the soundtrack. But it's bright, like, it's, they like to take risks in it with the creative elements, which I like and I think especially works because it is a film. Coming of Age is built on emotion. The event's fine, but they're quite trivial, the events in a coming of age. Nothing massive really happens. It's all to get to that end point of learning something about yourself and others, which this film mm. does fantastically. But the great thing about them taking the risks in it, well, creative risks, is that it throws you to so many different headspaces. The point of a coming-of-age film and experience, and I want to add that coming-of-age doesn't necessarily mean, oh, when you're 18, you suddenly realise things about the world. I think you can come of age at any point in your life and for multiple times. Coming-of-age to me means going through a process of realization about something in your life that you are working through and thinking about and then having the realization and going on and doing something positive about it. So I think the the fact that there are so many different types of visuals, type of camera work and quite creative in the scenes that they have, it throws your headspace about, which is exactly what happens when you are going through a process and figuring something out. So the pool scene you mentioned to me earlier before we started recording the scene where they turn into dolls when they've accidentally taken some yeah. drugs. There's yeah. that. And there's the element, the um, scene when she's in the toilet and she can hear them like slagging her off and she comes out of the toilet. And then when she realizes they're all going to top schools, there's that shot. It's like a Hitchcock vertical shot where the camera's zooming in and out at the same time. It's all stuff that doesn't necessarily need to be in a film like that because usual coming of age is just quite standard, steady shots. But this is quite creative. I really like that element about it. And just also some bits like when they drive in that car, there's like a Cadillac about, and then they um, get it to the the fight, the uh, graduation at the end. Just some amazing scenes which are quite brave for this type of film. Works 
really well for being engrossing, but really hammers home that experience that they're having and allows you to go with them. And I was going to cut myself then, but I just want to add so much that how well I think they have done the coming of age genre and how I did feel so connected to it. And it was thoroughly satisfying to feel that journey and not just be oh yeah i'm glad they went through that but to feel the ongoing experience at the end it doesn't give closure at the end it gives a platform which i think is perfect and that's what a film should do it should give you something to go on rather than give the characters a pat on the back and go well done we'll see you again so yeah i think those added to the storytelling really well no indeed um that idea i was literally just going to come in there and talk about the idea of um like like you said a platform as well because the whole point is that, like, okay, this is just a this is this is just a certain point in your life where everything feels so like intense because you're locked in. Which is why I think there's the symbolism of the the water balloons bursting. I think is brilliant because at the end when it's smashing them on their face because yeah. it's like okay, you've been locked in this bubble for like you know that your high school life is a is a bubble and then there's all these different social circles everyone's locked in their own sort of world and then like when everyone is now going off to college or uh in amy's case she's going to botswana before she goes to college like the bubbles burst and it's like well where do we go now and it's like it is that because at the end um maybe i'll see you in botswana at some point it is just the start of someone experiencing just another bubble or maybe a bubble after that but the reason why it's it's uh, yeah there's so many different layers and, and and to the to the filming of it and i think the the symbolism of the of the, the the bursting of the bubble i think is really really effective because like you said it ends with um on a platform rather than a finite end rather than saying oh okay i've come of age now and i do want to pick up on the side that thing that you mentioned earlier about um you know does when 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 do we when does ever does one ever really come of age like what does that yeah. even mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd love. To, I mean, obviously, there's a theme with coming of age films because it's all it's always about um, leaving college or graduating or leaving a leaving a certain point in your educational life, being a young person. That's what most coming of age films, if not all, tend to focus on. And I suppose it it is a big moment. I mean, when we left university, for example, like three years, it was quite an intense experience. I mean, I stayed on for a fourth, but even so, like, <laughs> it is that moment when you. Well, no, I mean, I at the end of my third, most of my friends had left in my third year, yeah, yeah. and it was like it felt like um, it felt like the end, even though I was staying on for another year. It did feel like it was the end, and then when I finished in my fourth year, I felt it. it I didn't feel as as, uh, as it didn't feel it as as deeply as I did when I when my third year ended. But there is a moment uh, in coming of age films where it is all about going on to either going to college or leaving college or graduating or something like that, and I do think like. I don't know. Maybe the world needs a coming of age film where you some. I mean, I suppose it wouldn't be as em- empowering, really. You just have like a a person in their mid thirties or forties, just like, oh god, my life. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe there needs to be a coming of age film for someone in their thirties or forties, where because I bet you, I bet you, there's someone thinking that's in their thirties or forties and thought, hey, you know what? I've relate. I related to this film, Definitely. and I, I related to that film. And and the thing is, the themes are so universal as well, despite sure. the setting, like. Even though the setting is all about um, graduation and knowledge and that relationship between knowledge and empathy and young people maturing to into a into a skin that allows them to make sense of other people within that skin, I think it's really really powerful in in doing that because by the end they all they both of them Amy and Molly realise that oh actually everyone's just trying to figure it out in their mm-hmm. own way. Um, there is an element. 
of, of that. But I, I do feel like the, the even though it's age specific, the themes about sexuality, about gender, about where do you go after you after in such a moment after you've done something so intense mm-hmm. when that ends where do you go and it is that it's it serves as a nice little platform the themes are universal even though the setting's quite specific definitely and ex- what you were saying there about age i totally agree with and i feel that there is the slight danger of most coming of age films being that like 18 year old age it works so well, absolutely works. There's a reason it happens. But the themes resonate so well, like you said, with people no matter the age. And there's the risk of it always being people of that age that it's off-putting to older people. To They feel it. Like, from us watching that, you feel it, and it inspires, and it gives you motivation and some joy to... You know, there's a lot out there in life to go and take on. But it can be off-putting to feel like, oh, no, that's only for people who are 18. And... That is the one issue I have with films that follow the stereotype that this does, is that it can be, it can deliver a message and a feeling to people, but then also kind of knock you back in the uh, specific circumstance. But there are films that do explore that with older people out there, and I don't think it is exclusive to this, but I do feel passionate about this because I definitely feel this style of film, it, well, it really resonates with me and I get a lot from it. It makes me kind of itch to go and take on the world. But I think it often gets cheapened, not because of what it is, but what people think this type of film is. They think it is the American pie. Oh, let's laugh at people having stupid frat parties in college and doing daft stuff. But there is something so much deeper within there. And that is what is so great about this film. It has those stereotypes of the coming-of-age American film, but it brushes those aside in favour of the story, in favour of the message in the filming, rather than the cheap laughs at someone throwing up at a frat party. So, yeah, essentially, that's what I wanted to say on that front. And I think that's what it does give. And I think that, you know, no matter what age you are, you can get a lot out of this. Callum, I think we have mm. to round up here. We've said a lot. We've covered a lot. Is there anything else you wanted to throw in there before giving a summary and your final thoughts? Um, I mean, I, I was going to pick up on the uh, the idea of subversion. I think I thought it was really refreshing, really, to just to to watch a, f- a coming of age American comedy that wasn't written by Judd Apatow. <laughs> like you know what I mean? I, I thought I just thought it was really, really refreshing yeah. um, to have a just to watch a film that didn't have um, sort of Bill Hader or Seth Rogen. You know what I mean? Just because I feel like I feel like American comedies. There's like a that there's um that I feel I don't know if this is the case, but I certainly feel like there is a comedy is owned by a select group of uh men within hollywood like seth rogan apatow um even maybe not paul rudd necessarily but certainly that sort no, of we the, love the, paul rudd <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do love paul Let's rudd not but be like dragging paul but uh, rudd the, sort of the, the, the frat pack type of uh crowd if you know what i mean like mm-hmm. um and I, I feel like yeah uh, comedy is uh, like oh, like the J- Jonah Hill and, and things like that. I mean, you know, I love I love those movies. I think they're funny. Oh, the, oh but I'm just I was so refreshing not to see another f- another comedy that was about um, 
straight sex and weed and Seth Rogen and James Franco, Franco laughing at how funny they think they are. It was just quite refreshing just not to see that for you. once. Yeah, um, that's, what, that's what I felt about the film anyway. Absolutely, yeah. Refreshing. I think that's a good way yeah. of describing it. Anyway, I'm going to round up now give you my thoughts. Mm. I mean, funny. Very funny. Just on a simple note, very funny. I did like the nods to Superbad. And like I said, one of my favourite films, I think it's a great comedy, but this goes a lot further in terms of the message that it delivers. One thing I was going to add, uh, Callum, and when you said about your experience at university and then when you stayed for another year, it didn't feel quite the same, the ending you had, because a lot of people you knew had left. That's mm. the conclusion this film gives, is that, yes, you can be in a certain group, you can be aiming for certain things, but what really matters and your true experiences are the people who you have the experiences are and who you surround yourself with. That is coming of age, is involving yourself and developing and learning alongside and through other people. And this is what it comes down to when they have the elements where they break down the uh, the roles in the high school groups of the people. It all comes down to them saying, look, our experiences have been very similar in uh, discovering ourselves. It's just been through these people that we make them. So I think that's a great message at the end and ties in so much to what you said. Is It's not just about the scenario you're in it's who you're in it with and i think it delivers that so well yes you are spot on in the sense that it subverts many things and i think it has very modern views and not in a snowflakey millennial way of oh let's just throw this in for the sake of it i think it adds to the story so well and gives the coming of age genre a lot that you can take from it. And it's a lot more pertinent. And I love that about the film. And I've said this so many times, but I connect with that so much. I think it gives a lot. I think they've done really well to make the funny elements not the main part of the film. Obviously, it makes it so much more watchable that it's hilarious. But the actual main message of the film gives you so much and you connect with it so more. Great performances from the two leads. Their chemistry on screen is what really makes it and makes the journey believable and you can connect with it. I think that all the way through you're on board and the time passes like that when you're watching it. Very watchable, but you get a lot from it. So for me, 9 out of 10. I fin- when I started watching it, I thought this is just going to be quite standard, funny film. You know, it'll probably get a standard mark from me. But the last 45 minutes, I feel really delivered in giving something, giving me something extra. And for that, I was very grateful to the filmmaker. Fantastic film. Would love to watch it again. Thank you very much. Callum, what were your thoughts? Mm yeah no i agree everything that you've said basically um <laughs> right see you later everybody. Yeah, d- indeed yeah absolutely yeah we me, marcus and i agree thank you for listening um no i mean but yeah, no it is it i do like the fact that it is it does subvert that sort of traditional american comedic coming of age narrative that have, just seems to have dominated um film and particularly comedy films for quite a while like yeah i mean you know it's not Oh, I mean, it's not necessarily it's not it's not groundbreaking like i mean because that, that's quite a quite you know, a strong word to use but it's certainly it's refreshing that's what i found stick with yeah. that stick i'm gonna with stick refreshing. with that you've I'm hit the nail on the that. head there it was refreshing just not to, just to watch a coming of age thing that was about hope it was about people on the edge of felt like an edge of the world that felt like they could conquer everything and do anything it's a really, really hopeful film, and coming of age films can sometimes be really, really depressing. There is a there is an element of like sometimes I feel coming of age either disguises its disguises the the depression with, with comedy, like just laughing at it. Oh, it's making it so ridiculous that 
to just to not to address any of those issues. American Pie does that. It makes it yeah. so crass and so um so in, in like ridiculous that you have to laugh at it because you don't really if you scratch below the surface of the issues that those people are facing that you'll you'll cry. But like it's it the film itself it deals with those issues and confronts them. It doesn't try and disguise it or clothe it in outrageous comedy like like most coming of age films do. This is why I love the perks of being a wallflower as well. Just as a quick comparison, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it, it it is it is sit on that level. It's it's a great it's it's a great way of looking at all these issues that face young people and saying like yeah these issues exist. Let's not disguise them or clothe them. Let's actually discuss them and analyze them in a, in a yeah in a funny way, but not in a way that completely. Um, dilutes it, I think. Refreshing is the word, because it was nice not to see another Apatow comedy, like I said. I'm going to give it 9 out of 10. Fantastic. Thank yeah. you very much, Callum. And there we have it. Another review. Thoroughly enjoyed that one. And I enjoyed getting a bit more comedy in there as well. You know, we have to go to some dark depths in what we oh, watched. Yeah. So it was good to go in at a comedy. Felt very positive after watching it and i'm very grateful that you recommended it so thank you for that one callum and thank you everyone for listening once again that was Booksmart. forgot the name of it for a minute then that was Booksmart top film 2019 release go and check it out if you haven't already seen it but we will be watching more films we'll watch some more comedies we'll watch some more dark ones we'll be going through loads of different ones don't you worry but that has been the review Thank you, Callum, for joining me once again. And until next time, keep watching films, everyone. We'll keep watching them, and we'll be back to review some more. See you all later.